I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. This is Barry Lank, West Coast producer of The Final Edition. I am not Tony Hendra or Jeff Chrysler, but this is The Final Edition Radio Hour. We are the crew in Los Angeles, and today's show is just us. It's the best of the West. All the sketches produced in Los Angeles, here at Gower Sunset Studios, or in my apartment surrounded by my laundry. There are no New Yorkers involved in this. Hi, I'm Jim Earl. <laughs> and I'm Abby Parker. That was terrifying, Jim. I'm Jeff Hendrick. And phoning it in from Boston. Oh, good Lord. Steve. Hi, guys. Did <laughs> <laughs> I blow that? Yeah. Hi, it's me, Steve Rosenfield. There you go. Yeah. In. Steve's and phoning it in. Steve, what time is it over there? Hello? Is it, is it, <laughs> is it dark? Yeah. Is it dark over there? 1963. <laughs> Who's wow. the president? Let's reintroduce there? ourselves. Oh, that, that <laughs> okay, yeah, we didn't do that, that very well good. the first no, time. Okay, all right, let's, okay yeah. let's try that. Yeah, right. why, don't we, why don't we try it again? Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Abby Parker. I'm Abby Parker. I'm Abby Parker. I'm a bimbo. Hi, I'm Abby Parker. Oh, and our, uh, we introduce our engineer, John. Say hi, John. Say hi, John. Hey, how's it going? John is our engineer. When he sings, he sounds like a sexy black woman. There are hills and mountains. It's insane. And I can sound like a black woman, too. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on. You're in Boston, racist capital of America. <laughs> I was say, are we sure we want to go here? <laughs> Why do you call do my bluff? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can sound like I can sound well. Okay. Oh, Lord. Also, I want to credit Kevin McLeod. We use his music a lot. He does uh, Incompetech.com. He allows people to use his music as long as you credit him. Kevin McLeod. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Never met the man. See, that was John. Sounded just like a sexy black woman. (laughs) This is the The final Final edition radio hour. That was God. That was terrible. That was perfect, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Steve. automated update from linkedin.com to remind you that you're having a work anniversary today you have now been working for three years at unemployed congratulations if you have time in your busy day could you please take our survey about your work at unemployed is your work satisfying at unemployed are you proud to tell people you're a part of unemployed are people more or less interested in your opinion when they hear you work at Unemployed! Thank you for taking our survey. In addition, we have also told everyone on your contact list about your work anniversary and asked them to send their congratulations. Here are their messages. Uh, Tim, this is your father. If this is a joke, I don't get it. Your mother wants to know if you're eating. End of congratulatory messages. Well, we'll let you get back to work now, but thank you for sharing your career achievements with LinkedIn, and we hope that you have many more years ahead at... UNEMPLOYED!
Amalgamated bank means people. I've seen the manager like 56 times. I've talked to everybody at the main office in Kansas City, but I still have over $1,000 in return check fees. And it's for the same check. It's not even mine. It's somebody else's check. They're debiting my account with someone else's check. How can they do that? Why are they doing this to me? Amalgamated Bank. Our fees are slightly lower than everybody else's. Amalgamated Bank. Hello. You've reached the suicide hotline. Only the hottest counselors ready to take your call. No. Put the gun in my mouth. Suicide Hotline, just $4 for the last two minutes. If you're man enough. Hi, this is Tad. And this is Connie. From The Morning Show. Did you sign up for health insurance? Tomorrow we'll explain what Obamacare means for you and your family. I hope it means Tad finally goes to a doctor and gets that thing on his neck, Lance. Connie doesn't need doctors. She buys all of her medicine from that parking lot attendant with the hook. Speaking of hooks, our very own closet man will demonstrate how easy it is to hang anything over a door. Sounds like Tad's plans for Memorial Day weekend. That's tomorrow on The Morning Show. Here at Fox News, we promote the cause of true Americans. And so tonight, we present the sterling words of our favorite patriot this week, Nevada's rebel rancher, Cliven Bundy. I want to tell you one more thing I know about the Negro. When I, when I go, went, uh, go through Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, <clears throat> and I would see these little government houses, and in front of that government house, the, the door was usually open, and the, the, the older people and the kids, and there's always at least a half a dozen people sitting on the porch. They didn't have nothing to do. They didn't have nothing for their kids to do. They didn't have nothing for their young girls to do. And because they were basically on government subsidy, and so now what do they do? They abort their, their young children. They put their young men in jail because they never they never learned how to pick cotton. And I've often wondered, oh, are they better off as slaves picking cotton? Fox News. Fox News. This is Food Beat, where we patrol the latest in food. This week's restaurant, Three Plates in West Los Angeles. I'm here at Three Plates on La Cienega talking to the owner, Ronnie Mason, who's also my waiter for tonight. Ronnie, why is your restaurant called Three Plates? Do you have three specialties you want to tell us about? No, this restaurant just has three plates for everybody. Are you done with your eggs? Well, I I just got them, so... Because we need that plate for the lady over there. Is he done with that plate yet? Shut up! That's Three Plates on La Cienega, and this is Food Beat. and welcome to Weekly Focus, our roundup of news of the past seven days. I'm Jason Capwell. Joining me to discuss national and international events of the past week is Milton Capwell, a retired hardware store proprietor. Full disclosure, Mr. Capwell is my father. Dad, welcome to the show. Hello? Hello? Can, can you hear me, Dad? Wait a minute, damn it. Let me turn the TV off. Are you there, Dad? I think he's turning off the TV. I couldn't hear you. I had the TV on. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Where's the goddamn button to make the phone louder? Hello? Dad? Yeah, I had to make the phone louder. So we're all set now? Dad, we're all set now? Hello? Dad, can you hear me? Dad? Are you there? Yeah, I thought you were talking to somebody else. No. Okay. First off, this morning I wanted to get your view on this. As you know, Speaker of the House John Boehner, without telling President Obama, invited the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to address the Congress in support of new sanctions against Iran. 
But that move seems to have backfired on both Boehner and Netanyahu. Uh, Boehner's a goddamn idiot. He's NG. You know what NG means? Yeah, yeah, I do. He's a drunk. What's the sense of talking? They're all no goddamn good. Did you buy a lottery ticket? Yeah, Dad, I told you I did. I want to turn now to the Affordable Care Act. The Supreme Court is scheduled to make a ruling in a few months that could completely undermine the law. What's that? The Supreme Court. They're set to make an important decision on Obamacare. Let me explain something to you about the Supreme Court. They're a bunch of bastards. They hate Obama because he's a colored fellow. You mean he's black? Yeah, Obama. He's smarter than all those bastards put together. Southern snakes. My point is, if the Supreme Court rules against Obamacare, millions of Americans will lose their health coverage. Dad? I've got another call. Can I call you back? Why don't you let that call go, and later you can call them back. I'll call you right back. Hello? I think they're gone. I think they're gone. As I was saying, if the Supreme Court guts Obamacare and disaster strikes, do you think the Republicans will do anything to fix the law, or will they let the whole thing crash to the ground? My father, may he rest in peace. Are you listening to me? Yes. My father, may he rest in peace, used to say, the more bullshit you feed the American public, the more they like it. Mm, there's a lot of truth in that. What? Do you think the Republicans would allow millions of Americans to lose their health insurance, even if that leaves them dangerously vulnerable in 2016? 2016? Do you know how old I'll be in 2016? Uh, yeah, you'll be... Uh... I'll be 92 years old. No, I'll be 93 years old. I'm an old man. Well, at least you have Medicare. What? So, how's the weather back there? It's cold as hell. Want to say hello to Ma? We're going to take a break, and when we come Did back... Did you remember to buy a lottery ticket yet? And when we come back, we're going to talk about immigration, Cuba, and the time my Uncle Max refused to loan my father money after wrecking his car. We'll be back with more of the Final Edition Radio Hour! We're back with the Final Edition Radio Hour! Hi, I'm Julia Roberts. And I'm Sarah Jessica Parker. Whenever we get a break from voiceovers or Revlon ads or whatever the hell it is we do now, we like to catch up on the final edition Radio Hour. That kind of trenchant cultural satire always makes me wonder why we don't hire their writers for something. But then we always forget to follow up on that. Yeah. We think you should listen to the final edition because the people who produce it, well, things aren't going to end well for them. Okay, ladies, it's time to get back on the movie set. Be right there, James Cameron. The Final Edition Radio Hour. It's the show you're listening to right now. Welcome to the Bob Scott Show, America's favorite radio call and talk show. The lines are open, so call now and talk to Bob Scott. And now, here's Bob. Well, this is the Bob Scott Show, but Bob's not here today, so I'll be filling in for him. My name is God, your Father Ward in Heaven, Lord of the Universe, the man upstairs, him. I'll be fielding your calls for the next three hours or so with a break now and then for news and weather. So let's go to line one. Hi, you're on the air with God. Hello, am I on the air? Yes, you are, David from Walnut Creek. What's on your mind? Uh, hi, hi, Bob. This is David from Walnut Creek. and I, I just want to ask uh, I guess you, you know, didn't hear uh, me earlier. Bob's not here today. This is God. And in answer to your question, yes, of course, you could hurt somebody doing that. Line two, you're on the air with God. Hello, Bob. Nope, Bob's not here. This is God. Bob's not there? Not today. But if you have a question, why don't you ask me? After all, I am the all-knowing, all-seeing, and omnipotent. Yeah, that's okay. I'll just talk to Bob when he gets back. Suit yourself. Line four. Yeah, if you're so good and kind and, and loving and all that, how come there's so much pain and suffering in the world? I don't know. Ask Bob. We return after the break to The Bob Scott Show, hosted by God. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. With the economy the way it is, it's no wonder thousands of seniors are getting reverse mortgages to take control of their retirement. Here's how a reverse mortgage works. When you call the experts at Reverse Mortgage, they'll tell you how a reverse mortgage works. And that's how a reverse mortgage works. Call now and we'll answer such questions as, Why does Henry Winkler have to do ads for reverse mortgages? Didn't he save any money from Happy Days? Don't they get residuals? He also directed and produced stuff, didn't he? Where's the money from that? Didn't I read something about reverse mortgages? Something bad. What was it? You could lose your house, right? Soon, money will fall from the sky with no consequences. And let's face it, we all need extra cash these days. All of us. Seriously. 
All of us need money. Badly. Hey, sit on it. After a homeowner dies, their heirs either give up the house or refinance it to purchase the title from the reverse mortgage company. So taking out this loan is like applying clown makeup to a dying hospice patient. This is how the banks will take whatever they haven't taken from us already. And you're going to let them do it because you are weak and old and frightened. And let's face it, you have never read a contract all the way through before signing it. You have agreed to so many things you don't understand. Why even bother fighting it now? Just give your house to the bank. Give your life's work to the top 1%. They're going to get it anyway. They are building an empire, whereas you will leave nothing behind. No trace, no legacy. Just a vague memory of a frightened old man panicking at the end and giving everything away. Celtic Winds is proud to present this St. Patrick's Day, Enya. Singing the classic songs of Ireland, don't you know? Hear her transform songs like Danny Boy. And it's a long way to Tipperary. As well as old favorites like Old Mare's Arse. Forgive me, Father, I had a wee bit too much to drink the other night. Fiddlesticks! Away with you! Where's your sack of potatoes? And old foggy bum. Get your tickets today, or ye be damned. hard time doing simple everyday activities without a device attached to you well we have the app for you man it's the thinking app the new smart app for stupid people wait which is my left hand and which is my right the hand you were holding your phone in is your right hand that was a close call thank you thinking app you just saved this reactor from a total meltdown and me too am i hungry yes you are oh dear thinking app god what should i do you should eat some food what is the Thinking App, the new smart app for stupid people. I have to keep repeating that sentence because the people who need this app are stupid. Uh-oh. I'm in my car and I forgot how to drive. And I'm blind. I'm sorry. I can't help you with that. You're about to drive into that building. Not again. The Thinking App. Download it right now. And if you can't figure out how to do that, then kill yourself. Game over. Darren is an ex-cop who shot an unarmed black teenager. George is a neighborhood vigilante who also shot an unarmed black teenager. Together, they're detectives. This fall, look out for Darren Wilson and George Zimmerman in Law & Order, Blame the Victims Unit. Detective, thank God you're here. My ex-husband is stalking me and he says he's going to kill me and himself. Hmm, that sounds like a mystery, all right. Let me ask you one question. Is your husband an unarmed black teenager? Good call, Darren. That's just what I was going to ask. Thanks, George. What? No, my husband is a middle-aged white guy from Estonia, and he has a lot of guns. He collects them. Well, the Constitution requires it. Look, there's no mystery. He's right out there in the parking lot with the gun. Mm, I just can't see the suspect. He's right up the window. That's him. Yeah, I see the white guy with a gun, but I don't see a suspect. Let me ask you one question. Is your husband an unarmed black teenager? I already asked that. Oh, right. Oh, my God, he's coming this way. I'm just not seeing it. Maybe the unarmed black teenager is hiding behind the angry white guy with a gun. Yeah, unarmed black teens are tricky that way. I love you, Carol. Well, she's dead. And I guess the mystery died with her. And this white guy with the gun is dead, too. Huh? Oh, where'd he come from? I guess we'll never solve the mystery of the unarmed black teenager. Time Life Video presents Hitler, The Last Eight Days. Let Time Life Video take you into the inner recesses of the infamous bunker and witness the desperate moments of Adolf Hitler as he attempts to patch together a crumbling empire. Day one. Okay. 
Okay, guys, number seven on the agenda. The picnic. No, wait, we already did that one. Oh, yeah, here we are. World War II. Any questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, what were we thinking? I mean, we must have been nuts or something. I can't believe this. What a big mistake. The whole thing went over like a fart at a wedding. I don't want to name names, but somebody here drops the ball. He's got a teeny mustache and his name rhymes with Schittler. Okay, okay. Somebody kick me. Go ahead. I deserve it. You think you can do better? You take over. Here, take the keys. See the hysterical rants of a madman. Day two. Who keeps ringing the doorbell? Well, who is it? And another thing. How come no one informed me that the Ninth Army has been pushed back six kilometers? From now on, all messages will be left on the refrigerator. And use that sushi magnet! Day three. One of the Fuhrer's many mood swings reveals a positive side. Look, I never said the Reich would last a thousand years. Ten years, tops. Come on! I think we did very well. We reached our goal. Important people are impressed. Buck up, guys. You're in the bunker, aren't you? Krebs, give Herr Obermeister a verbal gift. Day four. The tension mounts again. The German people have proven themselves too feeble to stand the test of history. There is no betrayal that has not been heaped upon me. You swine will all pay with your own blood. Oh, jeez. That damn doorbell again? Day five. Eager to save their lives, Hitler's staff plans for escape. The Fuhrer is insane. We must escape the bunker now, before the Russians come. Yes, yes, yes. But the SS guards the entrance. We'll never get out alive. Then we must disguise ourselves as civilians, prisoners, anything, and then wait for the Russians to come, and then walk out unnoticed. Ah, uh, yeah. I will dress as a woman shopkeeper. Yes, and I as a baker. And you, Stempferger, what about you? I will go as a gigantic beaver. Day six. An order of mine has been disobeyed. Just for that, no one is allowed to move until I command it. Day seven. Okay, somebody move. I know it. Don't tell me who. Let me guess. No hints. Day eight. Hitler's suicide pact. After we poison the children, we must our own lives end in a proud and dignified manner befitting the Third Reich. I, Adolf Hitler, will go by poison. How will you go, Hauptmann? I will take the poison and shoot myself in the mouth. Krebs? I will take the poison, shoot myself in the mouth, and then fall onto my sword. Herr Bormann? I will take the poison, shoot myself in the mouth, fall on my sword, and then douse my body with kerosene and light myself on fire. Hauptmann? I will take the poison, shoot myself in the mouth, fall on my sword, douse my body with kerosene, and light myself on fire, and drown. Krebs? <sighs> I will take the poison, shoot myself in the mouth, fall onto my sword, Douse my body with kerosene and light myself on fire. Drown and uh, cut my throat. Borman? Okay. I will take the poison, shoot myself in the mouth, uh, fall on my sword, douse my body with kerosene and light myself on fire. Drown and cut my... cut my... Uh, um... Um, you are out. Damn. Now I got to leave the bunker. You can't commit suicide with us. Foreman has to die of natural causes. Ah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Who keeps ringing the doorbell? Order Hitler the last eight days now and receive an extra day free. Day nine, after the suicide. Hey, guys. I can't find the beaver costume. Why is everybody napping? Come on. Let's escape. That's Hitler. The last eight days. Closed caption, not available. And we'll be right back with the final edition radio hour. Shut up! Ah! 
And now back to the final edition radio hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for it because I knew you were going to be Here's how to help the final edition radio hour. My dearest iTunes comment section, I have lately returned from listening to the final edition podcast and now give it five stars. But tell me, sweet iTunes, do you still remember our time in Venice? Or you could do this. Dear iTunes comment section, the final edition sucks. Everyone sucks. Also, I'm misspelling sucks. If you rate our podcast or leave a comment, it helps raise our profile on iTunes. And if that sounds like we're begging for attention, it's because we literally are. We're also begging for money. But wouldn't it just be easier to pay the attention? The Final Edition Radio Hour. Review us on iTunes. Damn it. S-U-X-S. This portion of the program was brought to you by Amalgamated Guns. Come on over to Amalgamated Guns, your one-stop Glock store. Hi, I saw your added Angry Young White Man Monthly. I'm sorry, but we cannot sell you a weapon unless we do a thorough background check. Ready? Sure. Uh, are you seeking sexual excitement? No. Thrills? Um, no. Disgruntled? Um... Yeah, but, uh... Alienated, hate-filled, disconnected from reality, and somebody has to pay? Yes, and I also run an open mic in Van Nuys. Ah, great. Here's our Glock 9mm. How many clips do you want? I like to keep track of each open micer's LPMs, or laughs per minute. It's a good way to determine their star potential. Two clips, please, and add a suicide round. Come on over to Amalgamated Guns. Once you go Glock, you never go Bach. But don't just take our word... Hear what the corpse of Charlton Heston has to say about it. I'm cold. So cold. Amalgamated guns. Welcome back to the Bob Scott Show. Substituting for Bob Scott is God. Line 7, you're on the air with God. Uh, hi, God. This is Matthew. Oh, hi, Matthew. I loved your book. <laughs> huh? uh, nothing. What? What's your question? Uh, do you listen to all of our prayers? No, I have a staff to go through and screen out the freaks. Line five. Yeah, have you decided where you're going to have your next big natural disaster? Uh, not really. Why? Uh, I, I don't know. I was just wondering. Do you have any suggestions? Iowa. Sounds good to me. Iowa it is. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Have a good day and stay out of Iowa. Hi, line one. This is God. Yeah, is Jesus the answer? I don't know. What's the question? Uh, well, the question was, who was the son of Mary and the founder of the Christian religion? Uh, how many letters did they give you? Five. Yeah, that's it. We return after the break to the Bob Scott Show, hosted by God. This is the city. Each year, millions of thought explorers come here to create dynamic content. When a customer connects to a brand, they get stoked. Sometimes they get hyper-stoked. When that happens, I go to work. I carry an iPhone 6 Plus. The content you're about to consume is literally true. The names have been changed to protect brand identity. The New Millennials. It was Wednesday, March 18th. It was epic in Los Angeles. We were working the day watch out of the confusing tattoo division. Our thought leader is Troy. My partner is Tatiana. My name is Crystal. Spelled with a K. We got like a text. It was Troy. He wanted to see us in his idea room next to the vision board. ASAP. You wanted some FaceTime? Awesome. Thanks for coming. I'm pumped. You need to vision this PowerPoint presentation. We got a tip someone was making fun of Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Where are they now? At the Alston Yacht Club. You mean that artisanal cocktail place on Sunset? No, Tatiana. You're thinking of Alumet, which is closing on June 23rd. For literal? The Alston Yacht Club serves sushido peppers and pork belly with a cherry coke reduction on a bed of feta gratin for reals. I know. Alumet's approach is totes inventive and seasonal. Innovative, yet somehow familiar. In your face, yet subtle. Rustic, yet elegant. Left, yet right. Up, yet down. 
no, yet yes. Is it just me? Or is anyone else here horny? Tatiana did oral on Troy while he Instagrammed it and I live tweeted. It was now 1pm. We decided to Uber it over to the Alston Yacht Club. Tatiana verbiaged first. I'm Tatiana and this is my partner. Crystal. With a K. Okay, which one's Crystal again? I am. And which one's Tatiana? I am. Okay, look, I can't tell you apart. OMG, dude. dude. We're, We're totes different. LOL, etc., etc. Fuck, stop it. That's irritating even to me. Anyway, I'm Jared. I'll be your food administrator. Never mind that now. Is this the Alston Yacht Club? Yeah, but only until May 7th. Then we're Prado. Prado will feature almond bowls and crudite topped with atomized candy cap bitters and smoked salt. Uh-huh. Until it closes July 7th. Then we're opening up an artisanal noodle place. Called? No name. Why not? No, that's what it's called. No name. I don't get it. That's okay, because we're closing it before anyone knows about it. Relevance. We got a tip. You were running a Kickstarter campaign that was really getting people stoked. Awesome. That's right. Listen up. It's a Kickstarter campaign that will help fund the construction of a motorcycle ratcheting lever starting mechanism you can use with your foot. I don't get it. Don't get what? Kickstarter. You're using Kickstarter to fund the construction of a Kickstarter. Tits. Dude, it's not funny. So what? My impression score rose 15% among 18 to 34-year-olds. Let me tell you something, mister. Don't ever use a Kickstarter campaign as a joke. Kickstarters for serious issues, like raising $60,000 to buy a van for your band when you're already independently wealthy. You want humor? Try go fund me. For literal, dude. On flick. Okay. Anyone want to listen to Drake while having butt sex? The content you have just consumed is true. The names have been changed to protect brand identity. On March 22nd, a TED Talk was held in the lobby of Chango's Coffee Roasters across the street from Flounce, the clothing boutique. In a moment, the results of that talk. Jared's Kickstarter campaign to help fund the construction of a Kickstarter was deemed way too meta and therefore an epic fail. Jared is now listening to Drake while having butt sex. This is Food Beat, where we patrol the latest in food. This week's restaurant, Two Plates in West Los Angeles. I'm here at Two Plates on La Cienega, talking to the owner, Ronnie Mason. Ronnie, didn't there used to be a restaurant here called Three Plates? (sighs) Yeah, we broke one of the plates. Finish your sandwich. When is it my turn to use the plate? Shut up! Shut the hell up! Why do you keep coming here, you... Hey! That's Two Plates on La Cienega, and this is Food Beat. The Final Edition Advice Panel answers this week's plea for advice. Dear the Final Edition Advice Panel, any tax advice from the Final Edition Advice Panel? I advise you to find a Jew. Advice! People have been telling me for years to write off my comedy career. Count all those kidnapped children in your basement as dependents. Sometimes it's cheaper to kill your wife than divorce her. Advice! No, you can't deduct parking tickets. <laughs> Move to Delaware. Not for the tax reasons, but just because I'm going to kill you. You know, people often ask me, what is a W for? Well, you got to have a letter between V and X. So I went to the tax lady and she said, I assume you want the short form. Well, I remember years ago, I wanted to file Chapter 11. Then I thought I'd wait for the movie. Advice. Well, as a qualified tax expert, I just want you to know that I have my dick out. The final edition now presents an interview with TV writer Jim Earl about his podcast, 30 Minutes of Crap, which he performs twice monthly with his former writing partner at The Daily Show, Steve Rosenfield. Jim, I know you have a lot of interesting show business credits and a lot of stories about The Daily Show, but I wanted to focus on the podcast, which takes on some of the top current events of the day. Could you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Oh, thank you, Barry, for having me on. And of course, yeah. uh, Well, you know, uh, Steve and I have been doing the podcast, 30 Mm -hmm. Minutes of Crap, for a couple of months now, and we've only had uh, about three or four uh, editions. Yeah, right. um, 
Hey, you know, before I uh, go on, can I can I uh, tell everybody where I'm going to be appearing in the next week? Oh yeah, sure, oh, sure, yeah, sure, just sure. Won't tell. Yeah, yeah. I'll be at Shenanigans Tuesday, G Willikers on Wednesday, Holy Cows on Thursday, yeah. Zoinks on Friday, Jeepers on Saturday, Jumping Jehoshaphats on Sunday, and back at cramming up your asses on Monday. Okay. All week I'll be at Farter's Laugh Oven the next week in Stockton, except for Thursday when I'll be at the Laugh Ginch with a Friday one-nighter at Gaber's Ass Flume in Lodi. Raffle afterwards. Then I'll be at Snickers Snark Shack in Van Nuys, Carver's Laugh Culvert in Culver City, Latifah's Def Jam and Race Comedy Riot in Compton, and Shit 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 in Shitsville, just off the 134. Sure. Okay. Then I'll be at Hitler's Laugh Oven in Pittsburgh, Tano's Ha Ha Hogan in Tempe, Hogan's Tempe Tonto and Ha Ha, Tempe's Hogan Ha Ha and Tonto, Ha Ha's Tonto Tempe and Hogan, Shem's Palace of Gluten in Berkeley, Dr. Brown's Abortion on Demand Chuckle Cave and Incest Emporium, and I'm holding Michael Jackson's Penis Comedy Magic Club in Brentwood. Yeah. So when you week after that, I'll be gigging at Mom and Dad are disappointed in me in my mind. Okay, Florida, ball slaps in Bend, Oregon, vaginas oyster hut in Eureka. That's a great place, and they just shot the president in Dallas. Hmm. So that's that's a good week, a uh, good three weeks. Well, right that's there. so you're still out there working as a comedian. That's the week great. after that, I'll be appearing at Bonkers Hurt Cellar, Insaney's Ass Attic, Looney's Torture Loft, mm-hmm. and Peanuts's Pecan Hutch, all at the Sagas Ramada Inn. Yeah. Okay. Then I might at, at Farter's Fuck Stop in Fayetteville, oh. Doctor Mengele's Joke Lab, Skinny's Colon Hut and Crap Haven. Oh, that's still where I am. Okay. Yeah. Followed by Fatty's Dump Factory in Fairfax, mm-hmm. Buster's Butt Your Gut Butt Bong and Tattoo. Two shoppy in Baldwinsville and yeah, Flippers yeah. Jerk Sock Emporium in Snatch Bend, Illinois. Oh, I remember that place. Yeah. So uh, when you first started the podcast, the week after that, I'll yeah. be at Remembrance of Things Laughed. Oh, the Grapes of Laugh, the Telltale Har Har Heart, Mirth of a Nations, Don Kijokis, oh, okay. the Scarlet Laughter, mm-hmm. the Brothers Laugh Your Ass Off, yeah, the Great Laughsbees, sure. Laughter in the Rye, yeah. Slaughterhouse Tight Five, okay. The Postman Always Zings Twice, uh, yeah. The Magnificent Laughtersons, okay. Battlefield Mirth, yeah. All's Hilarious on the Western Front, hmm. Fifty Shades of What the Hey, King Solomon's Lines, and Uncle Tom's Laughing, hmm. okay. and a, a Journey to the Center of the Mirth. Okay. Oh, and, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Glee. That's a, that's a funny place. Yeah. It's only been op- open a week. Really? Huh. So it's uh, yeah. so you're. I mean, you're really having a, a month full after that. I'm at Larry's Laugh Laundromat in Squid Hatchery in Salinas. Sure. The Laugh Out Lounge. Oh my God! It's rolling on the floor, laughing's laughing my asses off. Emoticon smiley face and boner hut lap dance circus in Huffer Hut. Mm-hmm. Barney's Burford Barn floater and sinkers flush funtorium in Fontana. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together. And, and Gary's Guffaw Garage, What's That Running Down Your Legs, Dr. Mangala's Comedy Clinic, Flipper's Funtopia and Thalidomide Dispensary, mm-hmm. Belly Laughs, oh, yeah. Yeah, Bananas yeah. Boner Basement, and I'm Not Even Trying Anymore's Giggletorium and Scab Drop-Off Center. Oh, and uh, a week after that, I'm at the Triangle Fun Waste Factory. Okay. Well, I'd hope to talk a little bit more about uh, uh, the podcast, but uh, we are out of time. Um any, oh, that's any, a drag. Any any credits? Uh, where where are you going to be next? Oh well, I'll be at uh, Larry's Laugh Laundromat and Squid Hatchery in Salinas. It's it's kind of like a a six month run. Oh, okay. So, here I'll start at the very beginning okay. again. I joined the Army Reserve because I didn't want a stable civilian life. I joined the Reserve because I wanted to get overused in a series of wars that weren't really thought through. I joined the reserve because I wanted my patriotism channeled into the oil industry. America is now providing support against the ISIS threat against Muslim nations, but real Americans don't just want to give support, we want to send troops. Unfortunately, we don't have that many troops anymore, and the ones we have are all burnt out and weird for some reason. So if you want to go to Iraq, then Afghanistan, then Iraq again, then a quick thing in Somalia, then Guantanamo, then Iraq again, then Afghanistan again, then, I don't know, Afghanistan some more. Join the Army Reserve. America needs heroes, and we want those heroes to be you. Not us. You.
This is Steve Fed. Mr. Rosenfield, could you just say, we'll be back with the final edition radio hour. My father, may rest in peace, used to say, the more bullshit you feed the American public, the more they like it. Mr. Mr. Rosenfield, could you just say, we'll be back with the final edition radio hour? What? Mr. Could you... Wait a minute, I'm turning the TV down. Hang on. Could you just put Steve Turn back on the television? Put Steve back on the phone. We'll be back with what? Hi, I'm one of the people here at the Final Edition Radio Hour, and I'm tired of carrying this show. Oh, my back. This is the Final Edition Radio Hour on Hi, this is Tad. And I'm Connie from The Morning Show. As American Idol goes into the final round, our studio will be full of talented young performers. What Tad likes to call a teenage buffet. And I will be trying to keep them from wandering into the S&M dungeon Tad calls his dressing room. Speaking of people wandering into places, Connie, wasn't that you I saw yesterday sneaking into the men's room with the guy who delivers our water? And speaking of delivering water, we'll welcome urologist Dr. Dunkelman, who'll explain why men of a certain age need to have their prostates checked. Relax, Tad. You might just enjoy it. That's tomorrow on The Morning Show. Okay, son, time for bed. Aw, read me some more, Dad. (laughs) No, no, it's very late. Okay. Dad? Yes, son? Is God really dead? (laughs) No, Bobby. Nietzsche was just speaking figuratively. He was simply implying that existence is hopeless and life has no meaning. Oh, so there's no hope? Oh, there's always hope, Bobby. You see, Nietzsche died of syphilis with his head rotting from the inside. Remember that talk we had last week about how sex can kill you? Yeah. Well, sweet dreams. Dad, tell me the story about the man whose dreams were crushed by the clinging spider woman. No, not tonight. Tomorrow. Okay. Tell me about the gooks that kept coming and coming and coming. Tomorrow! Tell me again about hard time and how you weren't ashamed about what you had to do on the inside. Okay, the three bears. Goody! Once upon a time, there were three bears. But they got under the wire. And I fell asleep. I shouldn't have been asleep. Don't sleep! Never sleep! I shouldn't have come back alive! Well, good night, son. Night, Dad. I love you. You don't know what love is! Until until you've had had your heart heart ripped out by the pulsating tendrils of the Spider-Woman! Good morning. I'm Charles Mudd. Welcome to The Slant. This week, the Senate released the summary of its report on the CIA's use of torture on suspected terrorists in the years after 9-11. With me in the studio to defend the CIA is a lawyer they've just hired, Mr. F. Lee Libby. Mr. Libby, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Charles. Mr. Libby, you've gone on record as saying the interrogation techniques the CIA used were not torture. How can you say that waterboarding, stress positions, lack of sleep, and violent threats were not torture? I didn't say that, Charles. I said one particular technique used by the CIA was not torture. And which technique was that? The rectal feedings. Rectal feedings. That is when several of the detainees were given food enemas. Yes, exactly. You don't believe administering food enemas is a form of torture? Strictly speaking, it's not torture. No. A forced enema is not torture. Charles, that's called a nutritional enema. Nutritional. Got the word nutrition right in it. Mr. Libby, the Senate report says that these were referred to as rectal rehydration, which were enemas containing hummus, pasta, raisins, and nuts. These food items were introduced into the detainees' rectums. That's not quite true, Charles. Well, what do I have wrong, Mr. Libby? First, the food was put in a blender and set on puree for at least a minute. And you think that makes a difference? Yes, especially with the nuts. If it were me... I vote for the blender. You and I both know those nutritional enemas had little or no nutritional value for these detainees, correct? Well, that's where you're wrong. See, after studying this for a while, I've begun taking all my meals rectally. Are you kidding? Nope. 
Why, just now, my hungry rectum received a whole-grain bun, a sensible salad, and seven ounces of skinless chicken breast. I'm on a diet. Mr. Libby. Matter of fact, rectal feeding is the best way to lose weight because the body doesn't absorb calories. But I still feel full. I don't think the CIA cared about their welfare. All the evidence suggests these food enemas were used simply to humiliate the detainees. Charles, that's unfair. You know, just the other day I was at a Dairy Queen shoving a chocolate vanilla soft syrup up the old Lincoln Tunnel, and I suddenly thought, hey, is this humiliating? Not on a hot day like today, I'll tell you that. Mr. Libby, is your legal argument really going to be that it's okay to shove any food stuff up your ass? Yes. Anything. Except corn on the cob. And now, Jim Earl reads another future obituary from another real dead person who is not yet dead. Camille Cosby, lead accountant at Cosby Enterprises, Inc. Camille Cosby, one of the few select females ever allowed to naturally fall asleep around her husband, is dead after collapsing face down in a bowl of pudding, drowning in a sea of jello lies. When reached for comment, her husband could only utter a half-hearted, Hey, hey, hey! before blurting out a final, Grisamaza, ha, 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 ha! Camille Olivia Hanks first met William Cosby in 1963 on a blind date, blind because she blacked out after the first 10 minutes. The two married less than a year later. Back then it was a simpler time, she later recalled, when the only way you could drug a woman was to apply a homeopathic blister of cantharides and cataplasms to her feet, perhaps supplemented by wheat poultices upon the neck along with a hot tonic mixture of molasses, butter, and vinegar, quickly followed up with a vinegar and sage tea for gargling, or more commonly, a tartar emetic. Just like her husband's first sitcom, The Bill Cosby Show, their 50-year marriage was unique among celebrity relationships, as it did not use a laugh track, although Vic Tabak did star as Calvin the Mechanic. The deceased leaves behind more than 20 of her husband's accusers, who, quote, had been given a pass and weren't properly vetted. Hey, hey, hey! This is Food Beat, where we patrol the latest in food. This week, Two Forks in West Los Angeles. Hi, I'm here at Two Forks on La Cienega with owner Ronnie Mason. Ronnie, didn't this place used to be called Three Plates, then Two Plates when you broke one of the plates? Yeah, but we got new plates. We got all the plates you want now. Well, it's good to hear things are looking up. You done with that fork? When is it my turn with the fork? Shut up! (laughs) I will kill you! (laughs) That's Two Forks on La Cienega, and this is Food Beat. This portion of the show was brought to you by... New Clard. Now with added red dots and drunk. All right, reserved. Gosh, honey. New Clard with red dots and drawl. Yes, honey. Is this an improvement over regular Clard? <laughs> Is it ever? New Clard with red dots and drunk delivers virtually 70% more. Whoa. Factor. All right, reserved. Say, why don't you try it for yourself? You first, David. All righty. New drunk, not only has red dots, but now delivers virtually 70% more backdoor. All right, preserved. What do you think, David? Can you taste the difference? I guess so. Say, wait a minute. Isn't Drawk just Clard spelled backwards? Ow! Let go of my arm! Where are you taking me? All rise, all rise, the Honorable Judge Ramsey presiding. You stand accused of maligning a corporate person, causing great emotional harm, and the potential loss of revenue. How do you plead? Guilty, Your Honor. I throw myself upon the mercy of the court. I honestly didn't know Clard was different than Dralk. I mean, 
I know they're different and all that, but... Prosecution, do you have any questions before sentencing? Yes, Your Honor, if I may approach the accused. Go ahead. I have here in my hand Exhibit A. Can you tell us what this object is? Yes, sir. New clard with red dots and drolk. What? Please speak up so the court can hear you. New clard with red dots and drolk. Have you ever tasted anything so delicious before? Of course not. It, 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 it delivers. It delivers virtually 70% more. What? Factor. All right, preserve. Then old clard. Or drolk. I mean... Oh, David! Helen, I didn't mean it. Don't send me back there. They put things on my nipples. It's all lies. They're the ones who should be in chains, not me. Restrain that man. Bail it. Bail it. Restrain that man. Somebody grab him. Over here, it's me. David, why didn't you write? It's been almost a year since you escaped. But I haven't escaped. They're still after me. They'll always be after me. I hide in rooms all day and travel by night. No friends, no rest, no peace. Oh, David. Keep moving. That's all that's left for me. Forgive me, Helen. But Drolk really is just Clard, spelled backwards. Oh, David. David, it was all going to be so different. I've got to go. Can't you tell me where you're going? Will you write? No. Do you need any money? But you must, David. How do you live? I steal. Say, why don't you try it for yourself? All right, preserve. Say, why don't you try it for yourself? All right, preserve. Say, why don't you try it for yourself? All right, preserve. Say, why don't you try it for yourself? All right, preserve. Say, why don't you try it for yourself? Hey, try it for yourself! Say, why don't you try it for yourself? Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, and Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Abby Parker, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, Leslie Shapira, Kurt Weitzman, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC, copyright 2014. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.